Hey everybody, Raf here. Before we jump into the episode, I want to let you know, musicians and crew members, if you're listening, we know you're struggling right now. And as a part of the Relics Roadie Lounge program, we are teaming up with UE to give away a pair of Ultimate Ears Pro live in-ear monitors. These things are custom-fitted in-ear monitors. They're precision-tuned to deliver crystal-clear highs, powerful bass, impressive volume. You're going to hear every detail of your performance. And we're giving away a pair. So visit relics.com slash lounge. Head on over where it says special offers. And you can see tons of other offers from other companies like Fender, LD Systems, Roby Lighting, Backline, Pelican. So yeah, head on over. Even if you're uh, an amateur musician, if you just want to get your gear up to where it should be, uh, you know, treat yourself. Go head over to the Roadie Lounge. We want to help you out. So without further ado, uh, let's get going. Hey, world, and welcome to Three from the Seven. Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the last seven days. You know it's your girl, Raf Kenny Sincata. I am the associate editor at Relics Magazine. And let's be real, you're only here to hear this chick's opinions on all things music. She's here. She's ready to party. <laughs> Karina Reichman. Oh, how did you know? How did you know? You just knew. You knew it was me. You knew I was ready to party. It's just great. The you party know don't start until you walk in, Karina. That's what they say. That's what they say, which is horrifying for everybody else. But that's, uh, yeah, totally. Hey. <laughs> so has the party started? The party started. I, the disco ball is down. Uh, the, the tunes are bumping. And we are all six feet apart. Oh, yeah. That's uh, it's a, great, it's a great way to really kick it up a notch, you know? Everybody just fearful of each other, trying to not walk in each other's air particles, you know? Anyway, <laughs> I love it. Raph, tell me about yourself. What the hell's going on? I miss you so sincerely. It's like almost painful. What do we even do? What are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. What are we doing, Karina? We are recording our podcast remotely as always, although there is a slight chance. I don't want to get everybody excited, but there's a slight chance Karina and I will be socially distant together next week. So it's very exciting news. Oh my God. Oh, my God. Give the people just a little bit of a taste of what might come. You know, you guys, you've been listening all this time that we've all been separated. Raph and I continue to film, and by film I mean tape, our podcast <laughs> remotely. And you're still out here. The chemistry is still there. But can you imagine when I get to see her face in person? It's going to be just out of control. Oh, Raph. I'm not trying to hype myself up too much, but uh, that would really be the best thing that ever happened to me. I don't know about you. Yeah. I mean, geez. We're, we're going to get <laughs> drunk on joy, drunk on adrenaline, and maybe drunk on tequila. Oh, dude. <laughs> you let them know. Well, Absolutely. Karina, what's your favorite type of tequila? I'm going to bring you a bottle. Casamigos, but don't bring me a bottle. Please, oh God. God. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, my God. Yo, you know Karina's a rock star. She's like, yeah, top shelf tequila. <laughs> like. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, champagne? Cristal, you know. <laughs> oh, you know, Dom Perignon, but like, uh, like 86. Like, it's got to be vintage. Oh, my God. Give me a break. <laughs> your girl's rolling up with Jose Cuervo gold. <laughs> oh, great. Well, you know, I have Casamigos here, so I think we'll be good to go. Uh, don't bring anything. Please, God, don't bring anything. We're going to be just fine. Guess what I did right this morning, Rav? What did you do? Just... 
I made my first ever homemade Karina style acai bowl. I don't know Ooh. if you know. I don't even know. Anyway, if you know, you know. I'll make you one when you come over. What is acai? Holy shit. <laughs> What acai is, is a superfood. It's a it's a, a fruit. It's a berry mm. loaded with antioxidants that is from the I believe it's from Brazil. That's where I first, you know, got from hip to it. Yes. And uh, now it's just everywhere. Everybody eats it thinking it'll give them health benefits and, uh, you know, taking uh, all the antioxidants they can so that they don't uh, get terribly sick and, uh, you know, have to deal with the consequences. (laughs) So I'm just loading it up. Vitamin C, vitamin D, making it rain. I'm getting too excited. I drink espresso all day. I'm just sipping in, on a coffee myself. I'm all, I'm all excited. Uh, I'm jacked up. I'm ready. Dude, it's all just, you know, to get me prepared to talk to you, Raph. Everything I do, I do it for you. You know what I'm oh, saying. Oh, my Lord. God Who is that? Is that Brian Adams? Is that... Everything uh, I do. That one? <laughs> I, yeah. Is it Burt Bacharach? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, what is that? I love it. It's great. Um, so, yeah, dude, just re- reaching new peaks in, uh, you know, my housewife, um, you know, fun employed, unemployed, retired demeanor these days, you know? Yeah. I don't even know. Well, Karina, take take that energy. Take take this yes. acai bowl, this caffeine <laughs> that is coursing through your veins. Sister, yes. And Tell take, me more. Take the lead on our first story of the week. Fisher back in the barn. Huge. Oh my God, dude. Two exclamation points. Four exclamation points. <laughs> Everybody, Fisher, Fisher have been, uh, you know, caught in the barn. And I love, you know, you know it's a global pandemic when we are just like, you know, feasting our eyes on little Instagram stories and clips trying to suss out where anybody is and thinking it is the greatest news of all time, though it might be, you know? So uh, with the question mark here is, are they in Vermont for the Gordon Stone funeral? Gordon Stone passed away just the other day, RIP, lends himself to a beautiful solo and fast enough for you, the studio version, among many other things, longtime fish collaborator. So it's likely that they are up there for that. Otherwise, I mean, you know, who's to say? Uh, We've all been kind of doing the quarantine thing for quite a few months, and it seems like, you know, no better time than, you know, they seem to be wearing masks and distanced in a very pleasant way, and uh, they can get together and be fish. I mean, God, if you were in fish, wouldn't you want to be doing that too after <laughs> after this long? Like, uh, playing with your, I don't even want to call them homies, like, you know, your partners in Your brothers. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're excited. We're very, uh, you know, who knows what it means. Maybe it means nothing. Maybe it means a lot. Maybe it means they are just getting their rocks off after being cooped up. And, uh, you know, just, I think they're, they're good to go. Let's yeah, say you, Raph. Let's talk the conspiracy. Amazing, the amazing sleuthing that went on for this photo. So the, the original kind of uh, people were able to tease out that fish were in the barn because Trey's daughter, Eliza, posted an Instagram video of Trey. Like he had uh, taken a hi-hat pedal and basically made it to dispense um, hand sanitizer. So fans saw that, identified the background, the paneling on the walls to say, oh my God, Trey's at the barn. Then on, uh, I believe in Fantasy Tour, one of their message boards, someone who is familiar with the operation Dare I say, a leak from the inside shared a photo <sighs> of the band Mike, John, Trey, 
No Paige, but presumably Paige is there as well, all wearing masks <laughs> and behind their instruments. It's great news. People assume this is their recording uh, the dozen-plus songs that Trey wrote during quarantine. I'm unsure. I mean, maybe they're just jamming, you know, Karina? I mean, you know more than anyone else. Like, sometimes you just want to get together with your band and jam, and it doesn't necessarily, anything doesn't need to come out of it. They did just drop a whole new record, you know? No kidding. Yeah, I mean, you know, the as we say, the possibilities are limitless. It could be very benign, and it could be very... Uh interesting. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, especially, I mean, in all of this, if you, you've had to be forcibly away from your band for quite some time, I can't, uh, you know, see any way in which you're not just chomping at the bit to get back after that long and, uh, either just, you know, stretch the legs a little bit, stretch the strings, or, uh, maybe they're, maybe they're working on a legitimate project. Who knows? But very stoked for them. And, I feel it. I feel the good vibes. I saw the, like, right when Eliza posted the story, I was like, oh, shit. Like, I I knew that people were going to be like, oh, my God, <laughs> look at that. And I was like, oh, shit, Trey hooked up the thing to a yeah, hi-hat stand. That's great. But anyway, and then I saw on Relics it was news, and I was like, oh, shit, it's news. Anyway, it's great. It's yeah. great. I love I love anything that qualifies as news these days because, you know, <laughs> things are crazy. Things are crazy. Yeah, things are <laughs> crazy out there. So I'm glad that, you know, and Fish fans are starving for anything. So we do have dinner and a movie every Tuesday, which we're recording this on Tuesday, so I'll be tuning in tonight. But, uh, yeah, the idea that any new fish or live fish or, you know, studio video could come out of this, I think fans are chomping at the bit. So st- stay tuned. Stay vigilant out there, Fish fans. I know we're all, we That's got our right. eyes on this their social medias and their family's social medias, which is a little iffy, but I guess <laughs> let's just do our well, best. Know, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's like it really, yeah, it takes a band like Fish to really, uh, you know, everybody's like looking for just a glimmer of something and they're like, oh my God, oh my God, they're in the barn. Yeah. <laughs> like, anyway, it's amazing. It's great. It's yeah, and the, great, you know. The barn was immortalized on their most recent album cover. The Sigma Oasis cover is the four guys in the band uh, on the balcony at the barn. So it's very uh, not only a pivotal part of their past, but also a pivotal part of their present and their future. So important, sacred land, I'd say. Karina, have you have you, have you ever been to the barn, Karina? Is that like a? I've a, never been to the barn. No, do people never. do people in the orbit of jam bands go there, or is it very much like fish only? Uh, I mean. I don't know how to answer that. I'm sure if somebody gets invited, they're invited, but I've certainly never been. I've never been. I've been to, like, they sold it now, but Trey had, like, a country house that was right across the river, like, in Jersey, basically, and they had, like, a little mini studio set up there. I went there Christmas 09. That was fun, and I've stayed, you know. Anyway, no, I've never been to the barn. Never been to the barn. Well, a girl can dream. (laughs) A girl can dream. One day. One day. One day. (laughs) Moving on to our second story of the week. My Morning Jacket dropped a brand new album, The Waterfall 2, uh, on July 10th. And actually, I should amend what I just said. It wasn't technically a brand new album. It was a sequel of their 2015 record. All of the material on The Waterfall 2 was recorded in 2015 during the Waterfall sessions. But Jim James, after releasing this, uh, this sequel on the 10th, has come out and said there is indeed a brand new My Morning Jacket record that has uh, been recorded after their 2019 shows. So not only is there a, a sequel to The Waterfall out now, but there is a new My Morning Jacket on the horizon. It's a great time to not only be a Fish fan, but apparently a My Morning Jacket fan. Karina, what do you think about all this? I love it. I love it. I'm a huge fan. 
you know, a little jacket, a little fish. This is a great podcast, Raph. Wow. Um, I'm a big fan and I love the tune Still Thinking. That's the one that upon, I've only listened front to back once, but I've listened to this Still Thinking quite a few times. There's something so good about that, right? It's just kind of like hauntingly pleasant. Does that make any sense? Oh, totally. It is a, and it's funny too, because like, I I don't know if you've ever seen Twin Peaks, Karina, but the, the motif of a waterfall is very present in that show as well. Uh, and it definitely has like a cool, spooky, serene vibe the same way the album does. So, and the waterfall actually was one of my entry points into jacket. I was a late comer to my morning jacket, although I, we have we have mutual friends who are very into it. Our dear friend Ricky Blakesburg loves my morning jacket. Uh, <laughs> but it was only upon seeing them live that I really was like, holy shit, my morning jacket are one of the best bands around today. <laughs> Great band. Great band. Let's not front. Absolutely. Come on. And, uh, I don't know. It's such an exciting thing, you know, to like we say, sometimes it's a great time for bands to mine the content from prior recording stuff. They might have just not tossed away, but kind of like kept on the shelf a little bit. And then now when things are a little bit more halted, you can kind of go through the archives, be like, oh, shit, that was an enchanted idea. You know what I'm saying? And like, you know, kind of flush it out, bring it to life and thank God put it out for uh fans like you and me, Raph. This is so cool. Karina, I'm, who do I'm you a think, fan. Who do you think would win in a fight? My morning jacket or fish? Oh my God. <laughs> well, jacket are younger and there are more of them. So, uh, you know, <laughs> and my boy, Patrick Hallahan behind the skins. Love you, buddy. But you are, he is a, he, he is a big man. He could probably take all of fish. <laughs> Okay, you know so what I'm saying? let's amend it. John Fishman versus Patrick from My Morning Jacket. Who wins in the fight? Patrick. Actually, you know what? Fishman's kind of, I don't know. Maybe you could see Fishman kind of. I feel like Fishman secretly knows Kung Fu. Like I feel like Fishman secretly could just get like, you know, real rage in his eyes and really go like super out of control, crazy guy. Maybe. Yeah, you he, know? he definitely has know. like drumstick nunchucks that he's just ready yeah. to use. That's probably true. That's probably true. Wow. And then Jim James versus Trey, is that the question? Ooh. Jim James. Man. Okay, how about this? Jim James versus modern day Trey? Jim James. Jim James versus like 1996 Trey? Ooh, you know it's Trey. Yo. Young Trey does not fuck around. Yeah, XXL T-shirt, like <laughs> XXL black tea, dude, or uh, you know, job Grinch volunteer, tea. yeah, job yeah. volunteer, Grinch tea, uh, Pepe Le Pew T-shirt, and like uh, dude, any non-fish fans are very tees. confused right now. <laughs> yeah, is everybody do, hello? Are you still listening? No, I didn't think so. Uh, so just kidding, just kidding. Um, I like this game, Rav. I love when we play games. Holy shit! Um, wow. But, I mean, uh, two two great bands, apples, oranges. What are you going to do, right? Very like, true. what the fuck? Um, but, uh, love them both, though. Big fans. If, Big fans over here. <laughs> if My Morning Jacket fans are listening, which I'm sure if you like this podcast, you probably do, and you're listening on Wednesday, the band will be on The Tonight Show tonight. So tune in for uh, for some Fallon and some, I guess, remotely recorded My Morning Jacket. I know uh, if I can time it right, I think I'll be able to do dinner and a movie into The Tonight Show to watch My Morning Jacket. And that's a nice little double feature. Karina, if you have time I tonight, tune in. Yes. Oh, my God. That is very exciting. I really, I look forward to that. 
And then uh, wrapping oh, yeah. it up with our third story of the week, Jerry Garcia's army record has been uncovered this past week, uh, describing the legendary guitarist as, quote, willfully disobedi- disobedient and an irresponsible, immature soldier. Would you expect anything else from an 18-year-old who was forced to join the army because he stole his mother's car? And that is the backstory <laughs> of the greatest guitarist who ever lived, Jerry Garcia. Holy shit. <laughs> I love this. I mean, yeah, everything about this is the best. Um, can you imagine being like, you know, you you steal your mom's car and they're like, you're joining the army. Like, that would be intense, dude. Different times. Different times. Very different times. Uh, wow. And I, also, you know, please, please, please. I just think you. of, you know, think of any anyone listening, Karina, yourself included, myself included. Imagine yourself at 18. Imagine yourself at 18 and now you're in the army. Imagine yourself at 18, it's the 60s, and all you want to do is play guitar, and you're in the army. (laughs) I mean, tough break. Very tough break. I always like, you know, like, uh, I think it's fun. Jerry so embodies the idea that, you know, you just have a natural gift. You know what I'm saying? And, like, the whole... I mean, I'm a, I, people can teach you things. Of course they can. People take lessons. People, re, you know, do this, do that. Lessons with this, lessons with that. A little bit of, uh, you know, pick this up here, pick this up there, whatever. But I don't know. I just, I feel like this is so, they say he, him being like willfully disobedient, irresponsible, immature, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like, of course, like he's Jerry Garcia. Like he has his own agenda that just oozes out of his soul, you know what I mean? Like, he had all those songs inside of him. Are you fucking kidding me? You think he's going to listen to the sergeant? Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm, like, speaking coherently or not, but, like, the point I'm trying to make is that fucking Jerry Garcia was put on this earth to be Jerry Garcia. Hell yeah. And at 18, because he stole his mother's car, he was trying to, you know, they were trying to mold him into something that he was so not, and that is just my PSA to all the parents, all the kids, everybody who is either a developing young mind or developing a young mind, they are going to be what they're going to be, baby. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And you can't force it. And if you're, like, forcing some bullshit on your kid and they're not interested, well, you know why? Because they're not fucking interested. You know what I'm saying? It's not what's in for them. It's not what their soul desires. So everyone's autonomous. Jerry Garcia, the most autonomous. Hello. And, uh... You know, I don't know. I feel like that's uh, it's a it's a small portion of a larger point I'm trying to make. But uh, but yeah, that's great. He didn't want to be a cog in their machine, man. You know, that's what I'm saying, man. He didn't. He's Jerry, dude. You kidding me? Jerry was not going to be a cog in that machine. It's just crazy how like you know. That can that can happen to anybody. Yeah. You you worry and you wonder if like you know so many people who are forced into doing things that they really don't want to do could have been, you know, a Garcia or a or a them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I there's mean, I don't know. You have to <laughs> also commend Jerry for. I mean, they called him disobedient, but it really was civil disobedience. I mean, if you look further through his records, his full record is available on like a government archive. Uh, you can Google it and you'll find it. But. Uh, he was really honest when it came, like, his commanding officers, they have reports of his commanding officer going up to him and being like, what do you want to get out of the army? And he said, I want to get out of here as soon as possible. Yeah. He, he, he was noted for his personal uncleanliness. So basically, Garcia was just like, 
I am not doing anything. I am not showering, and please let me go home. And after a year, in, less than a year in the Army, he was given his walking papers in December 1960. And by 65, the Grateful Dead was ready to fucking party. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. You see, we needed that. We needed that. Thank you, Jerry, for your civil disobedience and, uh, you know, getting out of a situation you did not want to be in, pal. That, uh, that's a great story. I really like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad he got out of there. <laughs> yeah, me too. Very glad. Uh, imagine how different life would be. But uh, I'm trying to think. Other musicians who have served in the Army. Jimi Hendrix spent less than a year in service. Um, who else? Uh, John Prine served in, I believe, the Navy or the Army. Uh, of course, Elvis. You know, I'm trying to think of any other people who served. I wonder, actually, this is a good question for people listening. Are there any modern like, people in the scene right now who served military time. Oh, actually, I know one. Jason Hahn uh, from String Cheese Incident, I believe, was in the Navy or something. Um, no way. But, uh, wow. Yeah, I remember every What's Veterans that? Day, they uh, or not Veteran, I guess, yeah, Veterans Day, they post, SCI posts a nice thing about Jason. But uh, if anyone else can think of any other people in the scene right now who have prior military service, it'd be a very interesting... We're listening. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm Fraser Crane, and I'm listening. Uh, it's a Fraser <laughs> reference, if there's any very white people listening. Um, aye, aye, aye. Uh, but yeah, so it's super cool. Uh, Garcia, one of many musicians who uh, dabbled in the fine arts of military service and promptly danced his way out of it. Uh, and that about does it for us, Karina. Um, is there anything you want to note, anything going on in your life before we come to the end of our road here? I've become a very secretive, Raph. I just, I, uh, I don't wear my heart on my sleeve anymore, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Could have fooled me, Karina, honestly. <laughs> no, nothing's going on in my life. You know, we're good. Just doing stuff and things. Feeling retired. Jesus Christ, what the fuck? No, I'm kidding. I'm good. All's good. Making music. Playing music. Feeling all right. Feeling good. No, I'm, I'm just being, you know, I'm, I'm being facetious. She's um, feeling all right, but not feeling too good herself. <laughs> yo. Um, yeah, nothing, uh, nothing much to note as of right now, you know? It's a strange time for self-promotion, I feel, Raph, which True. is just a shame because my whole life is self-promotion. So I just am a bit, in a bit of a purgatory hole um, of, you. like, you know, chopping at the bit to do that, but also feeling like it's a, it's a weird time. So we'll see, we'll see how I navigate that. <laughs> if any of our listeners want to, you know, <laughs> give me the confidence to take back the reins and just, you know, be making it rain all the time, that would be sweet. Just kidding. Um, Karina, I'm speaking Karina, in tongues Karina, at me, this uh, point, let, right? let me be your hype man here. You ready? All right, ready? What do you got? All right, what ready? Got? Three. T- taking off my, my raft editor hat putting on my Karina's PR team hat ready three oh thank two. god yes yes everybody it's a hard time out there right now that's true go out there have your voice heard but also be aware that musicians are hurting Karina an independent musician a, a female doing her fucking best out here go to her social media smashing that like button that's free engaging <laughs> with her content on social media that's free so do that help a sister out Karina's rad Baddest bitch on the block. <laughs> yeah. Do it oh, up. Rough. And she's oh, got baby. stuff in the works. She's not talking about it, but there's shit in the works. So keep your eyes peeled. As far as shit I goes, work. as far as I go, go to relics.com slash support. Support independent music journalism. Uh, the music industry is at a standstill. We are all aware of that. But Relics is trucking as we have since the 70s. 
head over to relics.com slash support. The June issue, the power of live issue, it's all about how we need live music to band together, to enact change in society that is very important. Music helps us reach there and helps us all find common bridges between the most different people on this planet. So please head over to relics.com slash support. Uh, you can follow me and Karina once again. Smash that like button's totally free at 3 from the 7 on Instagram. And you can email us at raffandkarina at gmail.com if anything we say particularly strikes you one way or another. Three from the Seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our produ- producer is Will Schwerd, hashtag Schwerd up. Whew. And on that note, everybody have a wonderful week. Karina, anything, yes. anything to add or you want me to just put a bow on this No, sucker? that was so beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you, Raff. Thank right. you. I'm sweating. Yes. All right. Huh? Have a good week, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>